This week's episode of Journeys with Wendy was not planned at all, but I felt like after I went through it, it was an important message to share with everyone. I went on a trip this weekend, and it was a little out of my comfort zone to go alone with my daughter and stay overnight in a hotel. Everything was going really well until I started hearing this noise in my brakes. And brake noises and mountains and being far away from home are kind of the perfect recipe for anxiety and for a panic attack. I found myself really fighting off some very anxious thoughts and really triggered of of past experiences where I've been alone with her traveling and it's been really, really hard. I used all my tools, calling friends that I knew would support me and walk me through it, deep breathing, essential oils, and and getting my brakes checked before we left (laughs) on the road. Sometimes processing a trigger is very practical. And today I'm feeling relieved and empowered and like I processed a little bit more trauma that needed to get out of my amygdala. I recorded this episode on the way home from the trip while my brakes were squeaking. And I hope that it helps you when you have a trigger to not be afraid of it, but to learn the tools that can help you to process that fear and process that anxiety so that you can live your most free life. This is a front stage seat with me in my car and my daughter and my human therapy person this weekend, Maisie Fayad McLaughlin. I hope you enjoy coming along with us for the ride. Okay, this is a very, very unique and special episode of, what's my podcast called again? (laughs) Journeys with Wendy. Um, Actually, we are on a journey while we record Journeys with Wendy. That's true. (laughs) And I have as my guest who is not allowed to escape the recording room right now, Maisie... What's your last name again? Fayad McLaughlin. Fayad McLaughlin. Can you say hello to the masses, Maisie? Hello. Hi, guys. So we're going to do more of a full podcast with with Maisie another time. But today, I'm going to talk about how um, Maisie has supported me in the last 24 hours. That's my therapy human. (laughs) Because... Uh, we ended up going on a last minute road trip five hours, well, four and a half to five hours east of where we live in the Okanagan. We won't give away our specific coordinates just in case. And um, we drove yesterday and it was awesome and it was fun. And Maisie was going to stay with her friend, boyfriend, <laughs> and his family. And I had a hotel reserved for me and my daughter so I was a little nervous about after Maisie got out of the car because she's just a very calm presence <laughs> and I knew yeah. since I was in a kind of a foreign foreign area like if anything went wrong if the car anything happened with the car 
you know, she would, she would help me and it wouldn't be a big deal. I mean, it wouldn't be fun, but it wouldn't be a big deal. Are you saying hi? Kaya's, Kaya's on the podcast too. Kaya's waving. Thank you for saying hi to everyone, Kaya. Um, so anyways, so I dropped Maisie off at her friend's and got some gas and went out to where we were staying, which is about a half hour out of town. So it's, it's kind of in a, a remote area. So I was feeling a little bit of anxiety about being by myself with my daughter just because I have a lot of um, trauma around traveling with her when we, when we first came back to Canada from Hawaii when I was getting divorced. Um, as much as I've done a lot of therapy, it's just there's still some trauma there in my amygdala, obviously. So, um, but we got there and everything went totally fine. Kaya waited in the car while I checked in like a boss, no issues. We went into the hotel room. She's been there before. Oh, and for any viewers who didn't listen to my first cast podcast, Kaya has autism. So she does really well, but I'm just hyper aware of transitions and making sure things are comfortable. So my anxiety gets heightened if we're any ever in like new situations. Um, anyway, <laughs> guys laugh. She's like, what kind of podcast is this, is this mom? You're just talking to yourself. <laughs> Actually, this is really therapeutic. So, um, so Kaya, my daughter and I had a great time. We went in the hot tub twice last night. We had bought lots of treats that we ate. I bought some red wine that I drank and looked at the view and it was just beautiful and, and really fun. And oh, I forgot to say when I was coming up the hill to the hotel room, I noticed a little sound in the car and it, I just was like, oh my gosh, oh no, noises in the car when you're traveling between mountains and just started to feel anxious, but I was just excited to be there. So I kind of just stopped thinking about it. Well, last night after I fell asleep and I woke up again, I woke up in like completely anxiety stricken panic. And hi, Kai, you're saying hi. Good job, Kai. You're saying hi to everybody. Good job. <laughs> I'm talking to all the people that are listening. Um, and I haven't had this much anxiety in a while. It's probably been at, at the very most, no, least, at the very least, no, at the very most six months. It's been a while. I don't generally get physical anxiety anymore, um, but I woke up and my, I, w I wasn't shaking, but just kind of that feeling when you feel like you drank like 10 cups of coffee. Have you ever had that feeling, May? No, I don't drink coffee. But I mean, have you ever had that feeling from anxiety? Yeah. Like, I had, like, really bad, like, stage fright when I used to dance all the time. I would get, like, so, like, panicky and, like, think that I couldn't do it. But oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah. And did, did, forcing your, did forcing yourself to do it help? Yeah, I'd say, like, also having my peers around and being able to... We had, like, a, a thing we used to do before we went on stage, like, a little, like, handshake and stuff. Oh. And so having, like, the same routine before we went on stage helped a lot to calm me down. Oh, nice. See, 
that's what I needed. I needed a pure handshake. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I just, uh, I couldn't go back to sleep. I was worried about something happening, um, with my car while I'm driving today. And I just literally like, you know how they talk about your body goes in fight, flight, or freeze. I was in complete freeze. I was just like, <laughs> literally like my eyes were just, if you could see me, I'm just like staring with my eyes wide open. And, um, I was, I mean, I know enough about triggers and trauma that I was kind of pulling out all the stops with my, with my different supports and tools that I use. So I was doing like the, you do like two fast breaths in your nose and a long exhale out your mouth. Actually that helps. <laughs> and I was also like huffing my essential oils, putting peppermint on the roof of my mouth because that's a vasodilator um, and on my chest. And it actually, it really did help a lot. So I was feeling a little bit better and I sent Maisie a emergency text message that I was feeling anxious and I needed to leave ASAP. Well, actually I did want to leave like that second, but I was, I was trying to not be a total crazy person. <laughs> and so, um, when I was driving to pick up Maisie, again, the car was making this sound and I've got Kai in the back seat. And I'm just like, basically, even though Maisie was 20 minutes away, there were actually people all around me that would have helped me in a second if I needed them for, through my job. I felt I very well could have been in the middle of Africa by myself with Kaya. Like that, <laughs> that was how I felt. I just felt so alone and so scared really scared if I had to pick a feeling it, it would have been scared I was feeling very scared today um so then I heard that sound again and I thought okay this is not okay I can't go on a four and a half five hour drive across the mountains with without this being checked out but the town we were in is kind of everything's closed on Sunday so there wasn't anywhere to check so I texted Maisie's future mother-in-law <laughs> and said any chance your husband can fix brakes because or, or knows about brakes because I am nervous about this and I, I can't take it anywhere and they're like oh of course and he just happens to be an aeronautical engineer yeah <laughs> oh so that that was like totally the Lord providing and so I met them and and, and Kaya my daughter was just totally doing awesome she was totally fine but I was so cute getting in the car oh yeah they pulled up and Kaya got into the car with with Maisie was just happy as a clam so here I am like so worried about how she's gonna be when they pull up and she got into the car with them and wanted to go with them um anyways he said that the brakes uh, needed an adjustment but he felt it would be safe for us to drive home so I was like okay phew so good and then as soon as May got in the car, I was just like, felt so much better, May. Big exhale. Yeah. I was still a little bit nervous about the long drive just because I didn't sleep well last night. But um, 
yeah what a difference made thanks for getting in back in the car <laughs> otherwise I would have had a hitchhike <laughs> but it just showed me the power of of support and community and that you know it's it's important to face face things that are hard for you but also to know your limits like you know now I'm now I'm thinking well I don't know because if I didn't have the car situation actually I think it would have been totally fine yeah I do I do feel that that was what put me over the edge I was just I was just super worried about driving today and and but what I noticed was it wasn't just like oh well I'm worried about driving like I'll figure it out if I need to it was like There was no, like, rational thought. It was just deer in the headlights. Yeah. I'm feeling like you're just going to almost want to pass out from being so stressed out. And I have not had that in a very long time. So I, I know that being by myself with Kaya and the car thing, the combo together was... Too much. Uh, it was too much. And it, well, and it was a PTSD trigger. So one thing I've also learned too is that our triggers show us where we still need healing so there's obviously some still some some healing around that and what I've learned from different I was kind of trying to recollect everything I've learned from different counselors and life coaches I've had because I've had a few oh look at that horse um, and they, I remember my one life coach who said she called it exposure therapy. When you're nervous about a situation, if you go and you like do a little bit, like we went for a day. Like setting yourself up for success. Exactly. Say that again in case you didn't hear you. Setting yourself up for success. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I don't know what I would have done differently because I, I did feel really comfortable knowing that you were like, you know, not that far away. But I couldn't have foretold the car, th the brake thing happening. Um, but anyways, May, what was it like for you watching me going through? How did, did I look like I was totally losing it? How did I appear? You seemed calm as a cucumber. What? My mom, you did. Honestly? Yeah, I can, I can tell it all that you're freaking out. Like, I on must the text, you seemed a little bit worried, but I was like... Well, that's called acting. <laughs> Aren't you a good actor? I guess I'm a better actress than I thought. <laughs> My mom was the one who was freaking out. <laughs> well, I I was just I was using I was trying to use all the strategies that I know of to not totally freak out. I was trying to ward off the freak out yeah. by being like it's okay. A lot of there was a lot of self-talk. There's a lot of internal self-talk like Wendy, it is okay. They are literally 10 minutes away. Yeah. Worst case scenario, cuz I also one thing I was nervous about was I didn't want to have to stay another night because with Kaya it, it can be tricky for she's actually fine. It's more stressful for me. <laughs> so I didn't want to stay another night, so I was like you can rent a car maybe if they have a car rental place here. But they might not. No. <laughs> but in my mind, I told myself they had a car rental place. I don't realize 
how much of a city where we live is until you go to like a smaller town that doesn't have all of the amen- amenities. Um, well, May, do you have anything else to add to my panic attacks? My my near panic attack story. I think it was a panic attack. You think? Well, I the only thing that was uh, different between that and a full blown panic attack is I didn't have the the full blown physical. Yeah. Like when I had that, I've only actually had one full panic attack. It was like my heart was pounding out of my chest. I that was the main thing. The heart, the heartbeat was yeah. so fast and pounding out of my chest, and I just felt like I yeah. But you know what? You're right. It was it was pretty close. So guess what I'm going to be doing when I get home? Sleeping. I'm, yes, that too. And I'm going to be getting back on my mental health diet because even like a few days missing my my yeah my routine my smoothies my fish oils or my omega-3s my b12s my my b complex i've just got this whole um routine that sometimes i start to take it for granted because i feel so not anxious for the most part now but um it was it just what happened today was a a real what's the word it's a a tribute to to how well all my mental health supports are supporting me because when I don't have them and I'm in a foreign land I feel cuckoo cuckoo and little miss Kaya was just happy as a clam the whole time weren't you Kaya and you gave mommy big hugs and kisses when I needed them. Did you give me a 20 second hug to release my oxytocin? (laughs) Okay, well this concludes, unless May, do you have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Okay, we'll talk more about May on our next one with May. But for now, I think I had to take some time to talk about myself (laughs) once again, as I am so comfortably doing, so comfortable doing. This will conclude Journeys with Wendy on the road edition if I can figure out how to turn it off without